Just listen to tonight's episode, 2018 launch, most real business podcast out there right now. For anyone looking to start something, accept no substitutes. Huge appreciation to Eat Less, Exercise More, which is the iTunes screen name of the person that left our most recent review of the podcast. Guys, for those of you that have sent in a follow-up after we asked for some guests on the show, we just want to say a huge thank you to all those people. We've recently just built up a quick type form. We're going to ping that back and start the process of getting you onto the show. Today, in episode 170, we're going to answer a listener question. Today's question came in on email um, from Sean, uh, and this is really quite a, a, a big question. Have I seen um, this yet? I don't think so. Okay. Probably not because it's my email, inbox. Okay, so, cool. <laughs> um, I'll just I'll just read it and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. Can't actually see it. Um, hey guys, really loving the show, and finally, advice you give really helpful. Uh, I've been contemplating starting my own business for a while uh, and have taken on some freelance work whenever I get the chance uh, in my spare time. The freelance work is going really well, but has gotten to the point where I'm feeling distracted in my main job because of the focus I'm putting onto the freelance side. My question is what is the best way to approach leaving my full time employment to pursue my own career? Don't need your answer on the show. No, you're busy. Any advice would be truly helpful. Look forward to hearing from you. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Sean. So he, did, he didn't really need an answer on the podcast, but I thought this was a really... It's a big one, isn't good it? Good thing yeah, to that's just cool. like throw back and forth. So just for me to recap, so Sean has um, got a day job. Yep. And he's been thinking about starting his own business. And the first step that he's taken is to sort of do freelance work on the side. Yeah, I, assume, I assume that means he's... Would that imply that he, it's the same sort of career that he's doing Don't know. on his own? Don't know. Um, possibly. Uh, so he's doing freelance on the side, and now he's at a point where he's walking into work, and all he's thinking about is his freelance side of the business. And he's probably got like... Uh, I, By the way, I relate very strongly to this, by the way. Just as I'm <laughs> saying it out loud. So he's probably going into his desk now, and the only thing he's thinking about are his clients and his freelance work, and how he's going to grow that part of the business. He's probably going to the toilet for an extra 20 minutes during the day so he can hit people up on email <laughs> and Instagram and Twitter. And most people go and play Candy Crush when they're sat in the toilet. Like Guys like Sean will be going and trying to hustle that way. So I fully empathize with where Sean's at and he's probably going through this emotional turmoil at the moment. And by the way, guys, if this sounds like it was a little bit disjointed, <laughs> Edie just called up. There's a big crash on the M42. So she's going to be late into work. So we had to just take take the phone calls. Um, so Sean's at his day job. And I guess the summary of his question is, is one, how does he how does he sort of breach this subject with his manager? Yeah, I mean, it, so it seems like it, he's able to do everything. He's not got an issue with like his business or anything like that it's more it's like how does how does he handle the transition between leaving his current position to following his own career like, super, was, super like, interesting question do you, for do me. you just like notice on the desk and leave <laughs> or... at least I know what, you, what Ari's gonna do when the time comes uh, just no surprise just... so so I'm a huge huge believer in not burning bridges regardless of the situation um, and back in the day, I, I left, I've left my old job twice. I've left my the, old, the same job, the same job, same boss, same CEO, everything left it twice. First time left to join the forces. Uh, turned out that wasn't for me. I was just being selfish, wanted to build a pot of money up to build a business. Came to terms with that. 
And he said, listen, if, if things don't work out, come back. And I think having that, not necessarily as a safety net, but being able to maintain a relationship with your boss that you're basically quitting. And he says, listen, appreciate what you've done. If things don't work out with what you're about to do, 100% come back because we value you. Did you explain why you were leaving to join the army? Yeah, um, 100%. And the, as, as in like, I mean, the, you were leaving to get the money. As No, you... because to be honest, at that point, I didn't really know that. Uh, I left to join the army, uh, getting really real now. Uh, things just, uh, I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life. And I was also pretty pissed off with my parents. I just went through a divorce. So mm. around that time, I was just sort of like, fuck the world. I just want to go and join the forces um, and just go and look after me. Uh, but while I was in there, I then started to think, cool, I want to build a business, da 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 choose the right career path to help me get the most money surrounded by guys that were just like I want to be in here for life mm. uh, roof over my head give me food and I'm serving for queen and country and that just wasn't me um, so I had to come to terms with that went back to my boss said listen it wasn't for me um, and was very upfront from then I said listen I said I've got this this goal of starting my own business I said I really don't know what it's going to be I said I don't know whether it's going to be this year or in 10 years time but I've kind of realised the forces wasn't for me but I want to start my own business and uh, and that allowed me to have a very open, honest relationship with my line manager in terms of where my head was at. So he probably knew from day one from hiring me back that there was a deadline. There was like a, it was like a ticking bomb that eventually, poof, I'm going to leave. Yeah. If you're motivated enough to go in the first place, <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll go again. Yeah. So, yeah, 100%. Um, so in terms of like slapping the I quit letter on the table and just walking out, I always think that's the wrong move. Like, if it gets to that point, you've, you're in a really poisonous job and you, you definitely should have quit a while back anyway. Um, so if, if, you, if you're listening to the show and you're looking forward to the day where you can literally say, fuck you to your boss and walk out, just do that today. Just walk mm-hmm. out because you're in such a poisonous, horrible job that you just yeah. need to get yourself out of there. Um, so not burning bridges, I think is huge. So I think what Sean needs to do is have that, and I, I've, I don't know if I've used it on the show, but have that big boy conversation uh, and go and sit down with your boss and explain what you're going through. If we throw this back to what Dan did, that just that literally mm. just came back to me. Can you remember what Dan did about moving his hours down? Yeah, he uh, essentially took a demotion so he had more time because he was obviously pulling a lot of hours in his role. So he went down a role so it freed up a bit more time and less responsibility to allow him to focus more on his own business and I think that's I think that's huge because he had open communication with his boss said I'm doing this thing on the side it's becoming distracting I I know that if I keep working here in this role I'm going to be distracted so how about this I take a demotion I have less responsibility and in my own time I can build my business and that opens up a channel of communication that basically explains listen I'm doing this thing on the side if this goes well I'm eventually going to leave but I respect you enough that I'm going to tell you I'm going to make sure that this business the one I'm working for now isn't massively impacted yeah, I think I think showing the respect mm-hmm. uh, by by saying to someone, "Look, I've got plans to leave in the future, but obviously, I don't I don't want to just up and leave and leave you w- without the position being filled or anything like that." Just the fact that you're willing to it shows consideration for your employer, um, and then it just gives you respect, and then they're likely to support you. Not everyone, <laughs> so like if if someone does it and then it turns around, the boss is like, "Well, get out now," then then. That might be the case. Well, but if that's the case, you've got a dickhead boss. Yeah. I mean, I, I, not yeah. to be too brutal about it, but how but they it, react to you yeah. being, if you are 
If you're if you, respectful, then you should <laughs> get respect in return. Exactly. And if you don't, then it's on them, not on you. Like, that's something that you don't need to carry around with you. Yeah. And you just covered something off, which is really interesting, is when you, when you keep that, when you don't burn that bridge and you keep that relationship, depending on what Sean's doing, and you said, I don't know if it's in the same field, if he has an open communication with his boss, it's like, here's what I'm going to do. One of the first clients I ever had was my old boss because we kept that relationship and he wanted to support me. Um, And I think that's a great testament to not burning bridges, especially in the industry that we're in. It's a huge industry, but the the people that make the decisions, four, five, 600 people that are real decision makers in this industry, that's not a lot of people. And like good news travels fast, but bad news travels faster. Like if if you're a dick to your boss, he will probably be able to shut doors. So just make sure that regardless whether you think he's a good guy or a bad guy, that you do the right thing. I also want to touch on something that's a little bit boring, just as I think about it, is read your contract. This is super, super boring stuff, but you've got an employment contract. I mean, it took you nearly a year to get one, Harrison, admittedly. (laughs) Uh, But but 100% go back and... (laughs) He's disappearing ink on that bad boy. Go and check it. Uh, Go back and read your contract because you might have stuff in there that actually means you, you either shouldn't be doing what you're doing or you can't do what you want to do. Uh, and it's better to know now before you have that communication with your boss, line manager, MD, whatever it is. Go and read it. Go and check. Check for stuff like non-compete. So if, if you're doing something that's in the same industry, dealing with the same clients, go and read stuff about non-compete. And if, if there is a conflict there, if you went into that meeting and said, listen, I want to do this thing. We've got this non-compete clause you're selling bricks, I'm going to sell sand. They're two different products, but it technically means we can't work in the same, I can't do what I want to do. Can we just agree that it's non, it's it's not actually competitive and then carry on? What you don't want to do is leave, bury what you're doing. Six months later, have your boss knock on the door and be like, uh, Adam, you're not allowed to be doing this. Shut the company down, otherwise we're going to sue you. That sounds super extreme. Yeah, I was going to say what what would be the ramifications of, <laughs> of yeah, they doing, could. A, doing a competing um yeah job competing job especially if it's in your contract they can shoot you down simple as that uh and what worstly if, if you look at where we were as a business we raised some money we did some vc funding if you've got like a lawsuit hanging over your head because it all comes out in due diligence like no one's ever going to touch you with a barge pole if you've got a even if you don't think it's going to pass if you've got a lawsuit hanging over the company you'll never ever raise money and especially in this industry that we're in everyone will then know about it yeah so 100 percent, go and read your contract make sure that you're allowed to be doing what you're doing um, and the fact that you just say, listen, uh, listen, John, I know I've got eight weeks to work. I'm more than happy to work the eight. If it helps you, I'll work 12 or 16 until you find someone. I want to make this as smooth as possible for you. But what I don't want to do is be sat at my desk, not really committed to my job, thinking about this thing I've got on the side. So can we work together to make this as smooth as possible? Just have an open big boy conversation. Uh, be willing to sacrifice some of your own time to help your boss because I promise you it will come back full circle in the future. How do you feel about, because uh, you've, you've read the uh, four-hour work week, right? Yep. So in there, there's a thing about, uh, I think it's more in reference to kind of being able to travel around or, or have more flexible hours at work, but do you think there's scope to maybe reduce your existing hours at your current, like go part-time for example? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then give yourself obviously more time on your new business. Like, is that a worthwhile thing to potentially pursue, or is it? Does it not make sense? 
to try and go part time and fund your uh, yeah like uh, like you'll hear everyone say no 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 you just need to go all in commit mm. blah 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 but I know that people have bills to pay at the end of the day like if you've got bills to pay and you're in a day job and you're starting this new thing on the side that is the scariest time for you that's, as that's a first time founder that's the hardest decision to make leaving any job is because I can't have that lull between <laughs> a paycheck and bills coming out again look at you for example like when you're in your old job mm. you got qualified as a personal trainer but it was too expensive for you to leave that job and make the leap yeah. to try and get six because it was going to take you six twelve months to get off the ground and that's six twelve months without money at all yeah um so here's what i'd do if i'm sean i would write down a list of what i need to survive i would then say can my business support that if i left tomorrow or in eight weeks time whenever mm-hmm. your contract ends if not go into your boss and say listen uh, i really enjoy working here but i'm building this thing on the side at the moment i want to have at least a day or two a week to look after that but i also want to support you guys here can i move it to three days a week moving part-time during that, I fully appreciate that you're going to be looking to want to replace me. But if we just keep that open communication and you give me an extra eight or 12 weeks notice, I'll do the same for you. Uh, and it will just help that transition period. Go in and just ask. That's the thing is like so many people have like ideas of what they want to do in life, but no one is prepared to just go and ask someone. Mm. So just go and ask. And as I, the recent Instagram post, ask and then shut up. Like just make the ask and then just see what they say and don't say no for the other person. Quote from Gary Vee, hugely appreciate it. He's a sales guy. He says too many people go in and say no for the other person. You make excuses. Just go in, ask, and then shut up. That's that's my advice to Sean. Work out exactly what he needs. Be respectful. Don't burn bridges. Uh, and then go in and just speak to his boss. Communication. 100%. Basically, 100% communication. And, and like, if your boss has any ounce of respect for you, he'll be happy that you're trying to make something of yourself. Mm. He'll be happy that you've had that communication. He'll be happy you're not walking in, slamming it on the desk and saying, I quit. Like, he'll appreciate all that. Hell of a power move, though. Hell of a power move. But <laughs> here's like, my badge, here's my gun, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I literally came into work and one of the, like, I would, if one of the guys in our team came in and said, I quit and I'm packing my box up now, I would see that as such a, personal failure on my side of things mm. that I haven't built up enough respect with the team that they can at least have open communication with me in terms of what they're thinking yeah and, and like on that from your point of view I guess it would be it, it's a it'd be a damn shame to see that there's the, it, something's been bubbling under the surface for a long time and it's yep. never been and it's never come out and you've never the guys obviously never felt like they can air an issue even if they weren't planning on leaving to start another business the fact that if someone's got an issue in an office that and they can't tell the the manager the higher up whoever it is yep then yeah it's like like any relationship but yeah 100 percent. and and one of the things just to cover up like from what you just said is do not let your boss find out secondhand mm. like don't go to the water fountain, don't go on lunch with your mate at work and then tell him because he'll tell four other people and then eventually your boss is going to pull you in and say, are you thinking about quitting and you're doing this thing on the side, what are you doing? Because then it just changes the whole frame of that yeah. conversation. 100% address it with your boss first, don't let rumors take place because then that one takes away all your credibility. Even if you went in and said, I was going to tell you I was going to do this, I was going to, that's all irrelevant at that point in time because he's found out before you've told him. So don't go and like speak to people at work, speak to your boss first, have that degree of respect and then work it out with him. Cool. Hopefully, Sean, that uh, answers your question. If not, send us another email in, buddy, and we're happy to uh, 
have another chat. And I want to hear about his business. I want to hear Absolutely. more context. I want to hear exactly what you're working on, Sean. Uh, and as you know, we put out a request to get uh, founders, people in a nine to five, the people in the sort of the mix of it at the moment. Before you've been doing it for 10 years, you have huge successes. Like if you are doing that at the moment and you're working on something and you think you can come on, share your story, share some struggles and a little bit of advice, please get on the show. And we have had plenty of people email in. Uh, apologies if you feel ignored. We've not ignored you. We've just been working hard to uh, create a form type form which we will be sending out after today's episode so people will be we will be getting back to you probably before you hear this episode <laughs> um, but yeah so if you want to get in touch though you can email me uh, harrison at experttrades.com adam's all over the gram nowadays startup podcast Boom. it. and don't forget we're going to be reading out reviews at the top of every show so if you've got this far in the podcast no matter if you're going to come on the show you just enjoy being a passive listener and find out what we're working on 100% go into iTunes leave us a review get it read out and support what we're doing here the more you guys review us the higher we rank in the charts the more people that download it and that makes me and Harry feel very warm and happy inside